This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today I'm going to be talking about being more conscious of your progress. And so first off, what do I mean when I say that? Coming from a background in strength and conditioning, I see a lot of coaches, they get very obsessed with gym metrics. They get very obsessed with, you know, how heavy their athlete can squat, how heavy their athlete can bench, how quickly they can sprint five or 10 meters, you know, all of these metrics that we do measure in in the gym. And, you know, so when I talk about being more conscious of your progress, a lot of people think I'm going in the route of testing in the gym, but we're actually going to be getting into a very different topic today. And... I also often see a lot of athletes get very stuck in a routine, very stuck in a routine of doing the same things every day and expecting to see better and better results when it comes to the gym. Um, Now, when I'm talking about that, let's get, let's get into that one first. So I talk to a lot of athletes every day. I talk to a lot of athletes that are potentially looking to come work with me. I talk to a lot of athletes that are, you know, training for various different sports at various different levels. And one of the very common things that I see is when I ask them about their current strength and conditioning routine, they give me exactly what every week looks like. You know, on Monday, I do legs. On Wednesday, I do chest and back. And on Friday, I do core. And, you know, again, that's a very, very basic example. But they get very stuck in just doing the quote-unquote strength and conditioning work for the sake of doing it with little to no thought on how it's actually helping them. They hear that they need to lift weights, so they start lifting weights, and they think that's that. Um, Don't worry, I will be getting back to that DM. Um, But they hear that they need to lift weights, they get into lifting weights, and they think that's that, and now the box has been checked. You know, They're checking it off the list. They know that they have to do it, so they're doing it. And they don't think anything more of it. Now, why is this bad? So first of all, yes, it's better than doing nothing. So bad might be the wrong word. But the reason that this really needs work, the reason that this can really be improved, is that if you're stuck doing the same things every day, plain and simple, your body's going to adapt to it. And if your body adapts to it, then what that means is you stop gaining benefit from that routine. So if you're doing the same routine all the time, you're never switching anything up, you're never doing anything different, you're never switching up the exercises, whatever it is, in your mind you might be thinking, I need to lift, I'm lifting, I'm I'm all good. But your body starts to adapt to that routine. And if your body adapts to that routine, that means you're not getting as much of it, as much from it, sorry, as you should be. And if you're not getting as much from it as you should be, that means you need to switch it up. And often People just don't know how to switch it up. You know, they know they need to lift. They don't know what else to do or they don't know how to change it because all they've ever really been told is that they know they need to lift. So they start lifting and they think that's that and they're all good. The other area that I see people really go wrong here when it comes to, you know, measuring progress is they get focused on the wrong metrics, right? 
just like what I mentioned at the start of the show, they get focused on gym metrics. So, you know, I see a lot of coaches that structure strength and conditioning programs for athletes around hitting a certain personal best on a lift. You know, at the end of four weeks, you're going to squat 325 pounds. And the reason that I don't do that with my company is because unless you're a power lifter, putting 325 pounds on a bar is not the goal of your sport. Now, is it a bad thing to do? No. Is getting strong a bad thing? No. Is getting faster a bad thing? No. But the metric we need to be most conscious of is the progress you're actually seeing in the sport. So with my company, my athletes will track progress in the gym and will celebrate progress in the gym. If I see somebody getting stronger, that's exciting. If I see somebody, you know, adding weight to lifts, that's something for us to be excited about. That's something for us to be happy about. But that is not what we're targeting. Our programs are not targeting you building a 400-pound squat. Our programs are not targeting you building a 500-pound deadlift. Our programs are not targeting you improving your 10-meter sprint. Why? Because I work with combat sports athletes. I work with combat sports athletes, and their goal is to step into a ring or a cage and fight for three to five to eight to 10 to 12, depending on the sport, rounds at the highest pace that they possibly can. So our target is that. Our target remains what they actually need in the sport. And yes, as you train, it's cool cool to see these improvements. It's cool to look, you know, as an example, I had an athlete just the other week um, hit a military press personal best that it was better than what his old front squat personal best was. So now he's pressing more weight over his head than he was squatting a year ago. And that's super cool. And it's fun to look back on. And it's exciting when you're talking to an athlete and you can show that kind of progress and show them you know, look what you used to be doing. This used to take your whole body to lift. Now you're throwing it up above your head like it's nothing. And to see that kind of, to see that kind of progress is fantastic. But again, we're not making that our goal because the goal for that athlete is to step into a cage and to fight for three, five minute rounds at the highest pace they can. And that remains our focus while we train. So when it comes to changing up your routine, if you're sitting here and you're listening to me talk about that and you're saying, oh, shit, said doing the same routine all the time isn't good. What should I be doing differently? How should I be changing it? I need you to ask yourself one question. Where are you currently weak within the sport? Because if you can answer that question, where you're currently weak within the sport, now you can look for what you actually need to improve while you're training. Because if you understand where you're weak in the sport, if you understand that, you know, your power is there, you're super explosive, but you just don't have that cardio to go late into the final rounds at that same high pace. Now you can look for training that will actually translate to you being able to keep your explosive power for longer durations. And if you can look for that training and you can look for how to add that in specifically, you're going to make better use of your time training. And if you can make better use of your time training, you're going to get better results when it comes back to the sport. Does that make sense? And so same idea, if you're starting to look at where you're weak in the sport, you can start to add in more training that is specific to those struggles. You can start to look for more resources that can help you improve on those struggles. As well, what I want you to start looking for is look for any 
muscle imbalances. So when you're moving, you know, do you feel like you're stronger and more stable in one leg than the other? Do you feel like one or one side can hit way harder than the other side can hit? You know, if you start to find these imbalances, you can start to put training together that are going to fix these problems. So again, when it comes to training in the gym, when it comes to the strength and conditioning work, people love to talk about, you know, big personal bests and they love to talk about, you know, I lifted this or I sprinted that, or I did whatever, when it, uh, whatever kind of conditioning session at a new personal best pace. And these things are great. They're good to, you know, tra keep track of and keep you excited when it comes to making progress. But the things that are going to make the biggest difference, the things that are going to have the biggest effect are the things like I just mentioned there, being able to fix those little muscle imbalances, being able to address those weaknesses more effectively to improve your performance as an athlete. And the reason these things are so important is because like I mentioned, you're an athlete. And if you're an athlete, you will have a lot on your plate already. I understand that the strength and conditioning work is not all you're doing within your week. And if the strength and conditioning work isn't all that you're doing within your week, Yes, it's important that we continue to improve, but it is even more important that we're not wasting your fucking time. You've got a lot going on in your week. You've got a lot of training to do. You've probably got school or work or some other kind of commitments on top of that. And if you're wasting your time in the gym, if you're doing training programs that aren't fully benefiting your ability to perform in your sport, then you're spending more time than you have to. And if you're spending more time than you have to, that's taking away from other things that could continue to help you make progress. So the important reason that everything that we do in the gym is focused on, on the performance in the sport is because we want to make the most use of your time that you can. And you want to continue to focus on progress where it matters, which is the day of the competition, not on things like hitting a personal best back squat. Now, again, those things aren't bad. It's good to hit personal bests, but the focus needs to remain on competition if that's what you're training for. So that is one massive reason that the – totally lost my train of thought there. That is one massive reason why we focus on the performance in the sport over the performance in the gym, and that's very important to make sure we're maintaining. But as well, as you continue to train, and as you continue to develop your focus on the performance in the sport and you start to notice that your performance in sport is improving, now it's important to continue to look for those next steps. It's important to continue to look for the next levels because if you develop a program and you say, you know, this is properly addressing my weaknesses, this is, you know, focused on my performance in the sport, and then you just leave it at that, you're going to continue to run into those same issues. But if you develop that program properly focused on performance in the sport and you continue to be aware of what it is you actually need to be working on, what it is you actually need to be developing, now you can continue to make changes in order to continue to address these things. So when you're working with a coach, how do you determine whether or not what you're doing is actually properly focused? Because this is something I see a lot too. Somebody says, you know, well, what I'm doing is focused on my sport because, you know, I see a lot of MMA fighters doing goofy shit like throwing punches, holding dumbbells. And, you know, their conditioning sessions are specifically 
built around the rounds that they're going to be fighting for or just little things like that. And the reason I don't necessarily like that is, again, your training doesn't need to mimic the sport. It doesn't need to be in the exact time frames or it doesn't need to be the exact same movements because in the, in the skills training that you're doing, you're getting a lot of that already. You know, you don't need to be throwing punches in the gym because you're throwing thousands of punches a week already in skills training, in your practices. So instead of coming into the strength and conditioning gym and throwing punches, holding dumbbells and screwing yourself up, what we need to be focused on is building the strength, building the stability and building the joint range of motion to properly perform these activities at the highest level that you possibly can. Does that make sense? So again, we're trying to mimic the demands of the sport without necessarily mimicking the movements. I'm seeing a lot of lights come through, so I'm going to take it that that makes sense. So I appreciate you if you're here right now. Um, but what else did we want to talk about today? So what we've talked about so far is we've talked about people that, again, are not switching up their routines enough and people that are focused on the wrong metrics. So we're going to recap that a little bit because, again, the whole point of this episode is how to keep conscious of your progress. So the thing I want to really reinforce is that the ways to make more progress specific to the sport is switching up your routines, making sure you're not always doing the same thing when you're in your strength and conditioning work because if you're always doing the same thing, if it's never changing up, your body learns and your body adapts. And if your body's adapting to what you're doing, you're going to start losing benefit from it. Number two, making sure that you're focused on the right metrics. If your focus is all on how heavy of a weight can you lift or how fast you can sprint a certain distance or little things like that, yes, those potentially are things that are going to help improve certain areas of your performance, but they're not necessarily going to help you perform. If you can get stronger and you can lift a heavier weight, that's great. But if it's making you slower while you're actually in the cage or in the ring performing, that's not good. So make sure you're focused on the right metrics, which is the performance while you are, which is while you are actually performing, right? So if you are training and you are feeling like your gas tank is improving, you're feeling like those old injuries aren't, uh, aren't as much of a struggle for you. You're feeling like you're moving better. You're sharper. You're faster. Re you're reacting quicker. Those are the things we're looking for. Now, if all you're doing is getting stronger, but your back still hurts, your knees are still aching and all of these things, in your mind, you're making progress because you're lifting more weight. But if you're feeling worse and you're performing worse, that quote unquote progress that you're making isn't actually going to benefit you in the sport in any way. So make sure your focus stays on the right metrics. And now just to wrap it up, how do we make sure that our focus remains in those places? <clears throat> now, the way that I focus on this with my athletes is very simple. When my athletes are training, my discussion with them is purely around how they're feeling in their sport. You know, I'm not, I'm talking through, you know, the movements that we're doing. I'm talking through the programs that we're doing, but the focus always returns to How's that feeling when you're throwing kicks? How's that feeling when you're throwing punches? It's like when you're grappling, how does that knee feel? I know that was bugging you last week. And the reason that my focus remains only there is because the goal is to improve those areas. So if someone comes in and they say, yeah, my knee has really been a lot of trouble the last couple of weeks, I'm going to send them away with things to do to work on that problem. 
because strength and conditioning is not here to destroy you. Strength and conditioning is not here to beat you up. It's not here to beat you down. It's not here to break you. It's here to build you up. It's here to help you perform. It's here to develop you as an athlete to make sure that you are able to perform when it matters. Because if you're following this channel, if you're following this podcast, that means you are likely an athlete with pretty high level goals. You're likely an athlete that's trying to reach new levels in their sport, that's trying to accomplish something bigger. And in order to do that, your body needs to hold up because we only get one. Your body needs to hold up. So if you're coming into training and you're thinking, you know, oh, I'm a beast and I can train through anything, but you're aching and you're in pain and everything hurts all the time. I hate to be the one to break it to you. That's not a sign of being a beast. That's not a sign of being tough. That's your body telling you something's wrong. So the progress that I want you to keep conscious of is how you are feeling when you're actually performing. The progress I want you to keep track of is how you're feeling when you're performing, how you're feeling when you're training, and making sure that the things specific to the sport are seeing improvement. And if you're seeing improvement specific to the sport, this is going to be the key to you moving on, to you moving up, and you creating that dream career in sport that we talk about so much. So that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from this. I hope you learned something. If you did, I would love to know what it, what it is, whether you're here live right now, drop it in a comment, or if you're listening back to this on the replay, listening back to this on the podcast, make sure to comment, make sure to review the show. And my one ask of you is to make sure that you share this with someone else who needs to hear the message. Our goal with this show, our goal with this company is to help millions of athletes around the world. And the way we do that, the way we accomplish that is through you, through word of mouth, through sharing the show, through delivering this message to everybody and anybody who needs to hear it. So thank you for taking the time to tune in. I appreciate you. Once again, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and I'm looking forward to talking to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.